chapter 3, verse 13, Philippians 3, 13, and then a second scripture, which we'll get to here in a few moments, and it is Luke 10, 38 to 42, Luke 10, 38 to 42. We all, see, here's, the reason I'm trying to get you to pray is because we're all making decisions every single day that determine the course of our lives. We make decisions every day that determine who we are. And I, the best decisions of my life, I mean, I could, I could count them as I was thinking about it this week, the best decisions of my life, I mean, after following Jesus, which is number one, that's, that's the best decision I ever made in my life, but right up there, right next to it, 1A is marrying Amy Parsley, or as she was known in college, Amy Duncan. I married her, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. She is a blessing to my life in an incredible way. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you. She didn't know I was going to say that, so she's like, move on. I, I, I'm, I made a great decision having five kids. Most days I think that. <laughs> I, 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 I made a great decision moving to Austin. Oh, I love this city. What a great place to live. I was down meeting a guy this week uh, at uh, Bolden Creek Cafe, if you've ever been there. Bolden Creek Cafe on First Street. What, a, what an awesome, cool place. I ate some kind of tofu. It was incredible. I made a great decision planting one chapel. I made, a, I made a great decision deciding to follow Jesus and just dive out, leap out off the cliff, not knowing what was going to happen, and here we are. We started in a little movie theater up here, but actually, before that, a little group of people were meeting at Manchek Baptist Church. Uh, and the launch team above the gymnasium in the youth room, and it smelled bad. <laughs> we went in there with our deodorizers and our candles, and we had, we, 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 we vision casted. We, we asked God to give us vision. We, we talked about what could happen, and here we are. And I don't want you to ever forget that everything we do as a church is based in the realm of faith, in the realm of risk. That's why we have to keep pressing. That's why we have to believe that God gave us the vision for at least 10 communities in 10 years, 10 churches. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's difficult. I know it's challenging to stretch, to press, to, to go and do something. You're just not sure. You know, I'm not sure it's going to work or I don't want to be without my friends. But there is one reason that the scripture gives us for leaving family and friends, and it is for the sake of the gospel. Jesus teaches it, and I think we must be willing to risk. That was a great decision for me. Now, I've made some bad decisions, too. I won't take as long on the bad decisions, but I, I, I have made some bad decisions. I mean, one of the worst decisions I've, I've made a few times in my life is is mismanaging my finances and try, you know not not living within my means i this year we actually were fighting the fight of a little bit of debt that we had and we we got out of it but it was painful to live that way 
And so I don't like living that way at all. Um, this, <laughs> this Thanksgiving, I told everybody, I said, I got the turkey, no problem, I'll cook it. Then this happened. That was a bad decision. No, look at it, it's, 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 it's cooked. <laughs> it, it's bad, that was a bad decision. I should let some other people in my family cook the turkey. Um, I made a couple other bad decisions. I, I, I went to see Justice League. Did you, you ever see that? It was really bad. It was, the, it, was, it was one of the worst superhero movies ever. It was just awful. Just, I can only see so many buildings being pulverized. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was weird. Anyway, this year I was, I was scrolling through some of my um, pictures from this year, and I, and I came across one that I thought was interesting. I, I, this last year, some of you may remember this story, I, I was trying to take the trash out one day, and I was trying to smash down the trash, and I stepped up on a chair, and the chair fell out from under me, and I slammed down on the concrete, and this happened. It was really nasty. Um, I almost broke my arm. It's actually still, I can still feel it, and I cracked a rib. And so it was a deal. My wife said, you're too old to do that. I'm too old to smash down the trash. That's sad. Anyway, but now I don't step up on a chair anymore. I get a ladder. So, so here's the thing, though. Bad decisions, sometimes they stick around. You want to move on. You want to you move forward, but sometimes they make a mark. They make a mark, and you can feel them for a while. Sometimes bad decisions are, are, are challenging because you've gotten really wounded. And I think, you know, God has an, a, a way that he wants to heal our lives. In fact, the entire message of the gospel is about moving forward. It's about restarting. It's about, it's about starting something again. You know, there's, there's something that, that God has done in our lives as people who follow him, and the Apostle Paul kind of highlights it here in Philippians 3.13. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. In other words, I haven't made it, but I focus on this one thing. Everybody say one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Listen. If you don't set a goal, you'll hit it every time. <laughs> if you don't decide you're going to do something to move forward, it's really hard for Jesus to come in and fix it all for you. Right? Because you have to respond to his call. And when you decide not to respond to his call and just keep your past, when you stay enslaved to your yesterdays, it's really hard to experience his love and his grace and his mercy and his healing. So you have to, you have to respond to his calling to restart. You have to respond to his calling to be reborn. 2017 is, is gone and you should let go of it. 
looking forward is the perspective that Jesus wants to provide because we serve the God of a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. We serve a God who's always ready to give us, you and me, another moment to begin. Even when we've been hurt, even when we failed, even when we've been foolish, the nature of the gospel is he wants to give you new life. This series that we're about to embark on is about believing that you can begin again, not just every year, which is, is great. Most of you have already burned your New Year's resolutions. We're seven days in, and, and, and most of you have already failed. But here's the thing, not just every year, but every, every month, every week, every day. Did you know that the Bible says that God's mercies are new every morning? I am so grateful for that because sometimes I'll, because I, I realize that I run out of his mercies the day before. It's like sometimes I'll lay my head down on the pillow and, and I'll say, thank you, Lord, for new mercies tomorrow because I ran out of them today. This is the message of Jesus that we can restart, that we can reimagine, that we can renew, that we can recover, that we can rebuild, that we can revive, that we can resurrect, that, that we can be reborn, regenerated, restored, changed. So here's what I want to ask you. What one thing, if changed, would make the biggest difference in your life? What one thing, if you were trying to move forward in your life, what one thing, if changed, would make this huge difference? Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's a habit. I know that I'm trying to train myself in new habits. One of the reasons for 21 days of prayer is I want to make sure that I'm trained in the habit of prayer, and I revisit it. Some of you, you have lost the habit of a consistent conversation with God. I want you to join me. But, but, it's, but it's more than that. What, you might be thinking to yourself, what if I didn't drink so much? What if uh, I didn't live on social media so much? What if I could stop looking at porn? What if, I could, what if I could do something with my life that was more meaningful? What if you could see God do something so amazing that it changed everything? See, here's the problem. The devil wants you to believe that nothing can change, that you can't restart. What he wants to do is keep you enslaved to your yesterdays and you're thinking to yourself, I'll never, I'll never fix this. Do you know how many times I've failed? That's the voice of the enemy. Jesus' message to you is you can always begin again with me. You can restart you can, you, it's called, there's this beautiful word in the Bible. It is the most positive word in the entire scripture, and yet we think of it in a dark way. It's called repentance. It's repentance. It's, it's incredible. Maybe you, your habits, you need to change them. Maybe, maybe it's your relationship. My relationships. Maybe, maybe it's you, if you changed a relationship, it would change everything. Some of you are struggling in your marriage and you need to come to the marriage conference. 
Some of you are, are really wrestling and if that relationship could change. And I'm not talking about changing to another person. I'm talking about changing that relationship. <laughs> and some of, you, some of you, you don't feel like you need to go to the conference, but you still should because that's the best and healthy way to go deal with issues before they come up. I think everybody should go to one marriage conference a year who's married. And if you're thinking about getting married, you should come too. My debts. What about, what about our debts? What about making sure that we can get out of debt? Could this be the year you decide to stop charging your life away? It's incredible. We have this thing called Financial Peace University. And it is amazing what's happening in there. We had a huge semester, 2017. The average, they know the, they know the averages across the nation. And the averages are $5,300 that are uh, paid off in credit cards and $2,700 of savings. $5,300 paid off, $2,700 in savings. That's an $8,000 swing. That could change my life, right? My dreams. What about your dreams? Are you dreaming about something? Have you dreamed of something for years but you've never acted on it? A business, getting involved in a ministry or going on a missions trip. Is there something that you're, you've been thinking about? It's just been clattering around in there, but you've been putting it off. Listen, you and I are all here together to help each other move forward in these areas of our life to restart, to make quality decisions. I love this quote by Oswald Chambers. He says, beware of harking back to what you were once when God wants you to be something you have never been. Check that out, just read it right there. Be beware of harking back to what you were once when God wants you to be something you have never been. And you know what I found in my many, many years of following Jesus is that's as true today as it was when I was seven years old and received him into my heart. That he wants me to still become who I've never been. And there's a story in the Bible in Luke 18 where this rich guy comes up to Jesus and he really wants to follow him. He wants to receive eternal life. And, and, and he asked Jesus these questions and Jesus had an, an, an answer kind of back to him and asked him some questions. And we pick it up in verse 22. It says, when Jesus heard his answer, he said, there is still one thing you haven't done. Because he was listing off these things. How can I receive eternal life, he says. And then Jesus says, you know, what the law says, and he clicked off several of them. He said, there's, then, then he looked back at Jesus. He said, there's still one thing you haven't done. Sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Oh, Jesus, he always does this. He always puts his finger right down on the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that will make the most difference. Anything that's got your heart, he's going to put his finger on it. I wonder if you would consider this year choosing to change the one thing that keeps you from following Jesus. What's the one thing that keeps you from following him? If you're taking notes right now, just write it down. I want you to think about the one thing that keeps you from following him. Because here's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. You and I must be decisive 
and ruthless in dealing with anything that gets in the way of Jesus. And we can only do it by his spirit that works in us, right? You do it, try to do it in your own willpower, it doesn't work. But you press into Jesus. You, you press into early morning prayer. You press into community of people who want to encourage you. Something's going to happen here. You can't be successful without God because you're a spiritual being temporarily housed in a natural body. He has a purpose and a plan for you, a supernatural life he wants you to live. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm looking at 2018 and I'm thinking about this. I want to live my life in a way where I can say over and over again, only God could do that. Only God could do that. Psalm 27 verse 4 says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. David is saying, I want to live my life like I'm with God all the time. Like he's all around me. Like his presence is permeating my life, my thoughts, his interactions and his decisions. As I was going through getting ready for this, this idea and this message, because the question we're asking in this series is, how will this year be different for you? Imagine this for a moment. Imagine if next year, next January comes, and you're sitting right here, and nothing has changed. Now, you know the problem with that? Like, when you think about it, you're like, well, that'd be bad. It would be bad, but it won't happen. Because everything will change. The only question is which direction. If you're passive in your life with Jesus, you end up getting stuck. And it's like every relationship known to mankind, you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. There is no like, oh, we're just kind of on a break, right? That's really not, that's not how it works. <laughs> you either move backwards or you move forwards. I want you to move forward. I want us all to move forward in our lives because Jesus is the solution to everything. Oh, now, Pastor Russ, you're getting a little silly. Listen, people are discovering who Jesus is. I, there's a, a, a relevant magazine article that, where they interviewed Russell Brand. You know who Russell Brand is? Yeah, he's, he's, he's this crazy guy that's overcome <laughs> drug addiction, and he's talking about what happened to his life, and he's talking about Jesus. I'll read a little expert, ex excerpt here, and it says, Yes, Russell Brand, that Russell Brand, believes the world needs Jesus' message now more than ever. It's something he thinks a lot about. Brand feels the world is profoundly broken. Technology, pop culture, social media have all accelerated the worst impulses of human nature. And in his view, never has there been a time in history that humanity has more desperately needed the message of Jesus. It's a powerful statement if you know who Russell Brand is. If you don't, you're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> he goes on, he says, there's a famous quote, every man who knocks on a brothel door, he's looking for God. He says, 
crack houses and these dens of suffering and illicit activity, they're all people trying to feel good, trying to feel connected. People are trying to escape. People are trying to get out of their own heads. To me, this is spiritual impetus. So you and I have to make some decisions. We have to make a decision. And sometimes the decisions feel a little tricky. So I want to read this passage in Luke 10, 38. And it's a story of Jesus and Mary and Martha. And you, you may have heard it before, but I want you to just kind of peel back whatever history you've had and just read it as if you're reading it for the first time. And it says, now as they were traveling along, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. <laughs> I love it when we do this to Jesus. Jesus, don't you see what's going on here? I need you to tell them. <laughs> I, I think sometimes he says, I have told them. They're not listening to me. <laughs> Tell her to help me. Verse 41, but the Lord answered and said to Martha, 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 you are worried and bothered about so many things. When Jesus says your name twice, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. Mary has chosen the one thing I think there's one thing that will change your life in 2018. And it has to do with what Mary decided right here. Mary decided something. There was work going on, work that needed to be done. There was preparation that is mandatory, just like all of our lives. And Mary chose something in the middle of that. And it's hard to choose because, man, things do have to be done. You got a job and we've got, got careers and we've got kids and we've got friends and we've got things we need to do. That's all going to be there in this next year. The question is, will you choose as Mary chose? And what, and I think it's hard. It's so simple to say, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not advocating laziness. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be with Jesus. No, you know why we have 6.30 a.m. morning prayer? Because you've got to come before you go to work. If I had 10 a.m. prayer, well, some of you would show up to that, but, but, but most of you would not. There's something here that we have to see that Mary is making a decision. So I, I think you and I have to make the decision that make the decisions that make the difference. Make the decisions that make the difference. Number one, you, you and I have to decide to make the most of every opportunity. Ephesians 5.15 says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Now, if you look at that word, opportunity, the, the root of that word in the, in the original language is kairos, and it means time or a window of time. A window of time. There is a time when you need to respond to Jesus. There is a time that you need to see the opportunity, seize the opportunity when he's calling you. Martha was distracted. Have you ever been distracted? Me too. 
Me too. But there is a moment when Jesus calls and listening to his voice, making the most of every opportunity. I want you to imagine this. Jesus is right here. Jesus has been doing miracles. Incredible things are going on. And Jesus shows up at your house. He shows up and, and you're there and you got family there and other people there. And he shows up and he's there in your living room and you're in the kitchen. in the kitchen well because stuff has to be done I see all of you whispering to each other yeah, because nobody else does anything and I'm just I don't know why they don't make <laughs> listen <laughs> make the most of every there was an opportunity there is what this story is about this story is not about not, prep, 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 not preparing. This story is not about not working. It is about seizing the moment and the opportunity and being aware that Jesus is doing things. In other words, don't let your work, the career that you have, the, or, the, or your entertainment and leisure activities determine everything about how you spend your life. You have an opportunity to change your life this year. 21 days of prayer. You, you could join a group of people from one chapel who will walk with you. You can, you can serve on a team as we just saw and, and be part of letting the passion area of your life be given away to serve someone. You, you could go on a missions trip. You, there are several things you can do. And I challenge you, if you won't just sit if you'll get up and move, God will meet you there. There's be an incredible momentum for you. Will it be easy? No. But it will be meaningful and it will change your life. Martha was consumed with what needed to be done. Mary was consumed with the one who can get things done. Martha was consumed with, the, with what needed to be done. Mary was consumed with the one who will get things done. I want you to see that. One thing that's so profound in our lives, so influential that it'll last forever if we'll just, if we'll just attend to it. This relationship with Jesus. This connection to God. Don't confuse activity with productivity. Don't confuse the fact that you're busy and full of stuff that you're actually getting somewhere. You may be spinning your wheels and you just haven't realized it yet. Spiritually, I want us to focus our attention because I'll be honest with you, I, saw, I, I went back and reviewed 2017 and I feel it. Like I, I've wasted time. I've been lazy. I've missed opportunities. I think we have to own those, repent, and restart. Number two, decide to get rid of the distractions. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything. Everybody say everything. Everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run. <laughs> run. Not lay down. Run. With perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Listen, distractions are everywhere. Good things are often the enemy of the best things. I mean, everything can be a distraction. Football can be a huge distraction. I love football. 
Football was on yesterday, and I loved it. Football's on again today, and I'm going to love it. I DVR it so I can skip the commercials because I love football so much. But here's what I would say. Sometimes you can get too consumed in it. Don't let your emotional makeup be decided by a bunch of 20-year-olds. That's what people who are too consumed with football end up doing. Focusing our attention on Jesus, that's what 21 days of prayer is. Fasting, listen, the, uh, the spiritual discipline of fasting, of going without food, there's, a, there's some coaching tips on the website. You can get right there on the, on the 21 days of prayer page, and you can look it up. But fasting fixes our eyes on Jesus like nothing else. <laughs> At first, it fixes all your eyes on your stomach because you just aren't used to going without and your body gets angry at you. In fact, I can go without food a lot. As soon as I say it's for God, I want to eat a cow. <laughs> it's weird, but spiritually that's something that's happening there. You're saying no to your flesh so that you can say yes to something greater and more important. That's what fasting is. It's about getting rid of distractions and saying, Lord, I love cheeseburgers. Oh, I love che cheese and burgers too patties. I love cheeseburgers. P. Terry's. I just want it so bad. I want P. Terry's. I love P. Terry's. It's my favorite. Lord, I just want P. Terry's right now. But I love you more than any food or any activity can bring me joy. I want to find joy in you. See, it focuses our attention. Enjoying God is what we're after, not, not crucif just crucifying the flesh. We're, in, we're after enjoying and focusing on God, not duty, experiencing him, the source of all joy, life, and pleasure. C.S. Lewis, he says it perfectly. He says, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with food, with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. There's joy. I don't want to get up and drive all that way to 6.30 a.m. prayer. I know. I know I hate it. But then I get there and something else happens. Number three, decide to prioritize the presence of Jesus. If you look where you were in Philippians 3, just a few verses earlier, he says, Paul says, I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. He's talking about having a joy and a peace and a strength that's so supernatural that it, nothing else could compare to it. I fear that in American Christianity, we don't understand that. I fear that I don't understand that like I should. 
We need spiritual power in everything we're doing, business decisions, family dynamics, relationships, groups, our neighbors. We need the spirit of God working, doing things that are far beyond what we could achieve. And the problem, the problem with making this thing the priority, the problem with making Jesus the center and everything else a distant second problem with the one thing is that you have to sacrifice everything else for it. You have to sacrifice everything else for it. I want the band to come up right now. I want you to see, I want you to see what 2018 could be. It could be a year of spiritual breakthrough for you and for me. It could be a year of redemption for you. In 2018, I, I put this little thing on your notes and I want you to read it. It says, I won't let anything that eventually means nothing keep me from experiencing what ultimately means everything. I think we trade off. We trade this stuff around and then, and then we're trying to just be satisfied with whatever we've got our hands in at the moment. And listen, I think God wants you and I to have a full and diverse life. I think we got to have many friends at different levels. I think we have to have a lot of interests. But each of those interests and each of those family members and each of those friends, we have to understand that God has a purpose for us. Because of who we are and who he is and what he wants. He wants people to be rescued from their darkness, from their sinfulness, from their shame, from their addictions from their foolishness. He wants to rescue them and he wants to rescue you too. Close your eyes and bow your head. I want you just to think about this for a moment. We're gonna come to the Lord's table and I want you to, I want you to consider what I've asked you to do today and I want you to make a decision here right now that you will bring your life, that you will bring your desires, that you will bring your history, you will bring your hurts, you will bring your fears, you will bring everything to this table, the table that the Lord Jesus has set for you and for me with his, his body and blood represented by the bread and the wine that you would come and you would release it to him and start again that you would come and be reborn once more, that you would come and receive the vision that Jesus wants for your next year, that there's more to this life. And I want you to come and receive that from him, the work of Jesus, transformative power of his broken body that heals your life and blood that forgives your sin and my sin. Father, we come to you now and we ask you to work in our hearts. Help us to make a decision. Help us to make a difficult decision in some cases to know what to let go and what's got our lives consumed without you. Show us the one thing we need to change. Show us the, the one thing we can do to follow after you, to make you everything in our lives. We thank you for this in Jesus' name, amen.